Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear this. What? What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam chowder. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Good morning. Welcome to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slowick. Going to be here until... Noontime, talking about your house and all the things around your house and the things you can do to make it more your home, because that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, I left my home a little while ago, about an hour ago. Uh, beautiful. Love being home. I mean, it's just a great... And that's how your home should be. You should have a sense of, I don't know, security and comfort and, and, and escape <laughs> that you don't get in a lot of other places. And one of the better ways to get that is, uh, I don't know, pick a day, you know. And that day, just pretend you don't own any electronic devices <laughs> and shut them off. And just spend the day without them. And you'll just see a whole different world, that's for sure. <laughs> this will be a whole different world. And it is a different world today than it was 10 years ago, 20 years ago. It is. Everything's changing. It always is going to change. But 2020 has been a very dramatic year. And, uh, well, we're past it, and hopefully we're moving ahead. <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little bit about fixing up and repairing and of course you can always call in this show uh our, our phone line is 888-808-8637 that's our super talk call in line and our cbc spire text line 601-879-4395 and uh, we've got a guest today well really we don't uh we usually have a vip sponsor on but uh, uh because old miss basketball is kind of bouncing us off a few stations we didn't have guests today but we still have a special guest on the other side of the glass sits rhino howdy howdy rhino's here we're happy to have him happy to have you rhino it's good to be here good man i always find that i i learn something new i experience something new or I just have a good time. <laughs> well, One of those three things or a combination of the three on Saturday mornings here on Super Talk. My goal is to achieve one of those three each week. <laughs> then I think we're set. All right. Now, I, I mean, I, sh- I want a show to be informative, uh, and I want it to be uh, uh, educational, and I want it to be fun. <laughs> That's why we have a music segment. Where we talk about music a good, you know, probably more than we should on a handyman program. But, uh, well, think about it, folks. Mississippi is at the heart of a lot of music. It really is. The, it has developed sound here and, and Let's not get into music right now. <laughs> right now, you started. <laughs> he got me going. All right. Well, we're happy to have him on board. Uh, Raleigh is off today, and, and I hope he's enjoying his week. Is, but this is a holiday weekend, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. It's every, a lot of people are not working Monday, including myself. Let me think when I work Monday anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Sometimes I just like to just kind of chill on Monday. But at any rate, uh, 
fixing up and repairing your home, what are the things you can do? Like, there's a lot you can't do or you shouldn't be doing outside, but there's a lot you can do in the house. And it's amazing the projects that, that we don't even know maybe exist. For instance, all of your interior molding around your windows, around your doors, that's casing, around your floor, that's baseboard, around your ceiling, that's like crown molding. Well, all of that molding, believe it or not, should be caulked to the sheetrock so that that little crack between the sheetrock and the baseboard and the sheetrock and the casing and the sheetrock and the crown molding is filled completely and sealed. And then it's best to use a product called acrylic latex caulking. One, because it's easy to use and it's easy to clean up. And second, it's paintable. Uh, you can get it in many colors, and there's a very good chance that you can probably get a color that you can put on there that will match what you're doing and not have to worry about it. But if you want to paint it, you can. Uh, if you slop a little too much on your trim, paint it. Um, but the better, the more you do caulking, the better you get at it. You really do. You really get a lot better at it. Um, and before you know it, you're cutting lines like, like the pros do. I don't know if you've ever witnessed some of the caulking that's done in industry or in commercial buildings like, oh, I don't care, even even a McDonald's or, or, or one of those kind of commercial buildings, you go in and sit down at those, and you look at the caulking around the windows and around the doors and around the trim, and it's like, I wouldn't say perfect, but it's about, it's about as close to it as you can get because these guys are pros. Uh, the, the commercial industry... Mm, probably has more uh, dedicated personnel than the residential uh, industry. The residential industry uh, tries to get people on board and wants them to grow from their position. It's sort of sort of like how the apprentice journeyman master uh, works. It's it, it, you start kind of as a, an apprentice where you really don't know much about what's going on. Uh, but you start learning. Maybe you're hauling the molding in that the trim man's going to be put up. Uh, maybe you're cleaning up. But as you do that more and more, you're, you're hanging around this trim man. You're getting more and more aware of what he's doing or she's doing. And uh, before you know it, you can advance from that apprenticeship into a journeyman, which means probably a pay raise because you'll be doing something that the builder needs desperately done, not just cleaning up and hauling material. So there's plenty of opportunities for people to make a very good income with, without going to college. And and I know I go, I'm certainly not knocking college. I think college is a great thing, and education is a wonderful thing. And the more that you're educated, the better you'll do in life. However, not everybody goes to college. And then they kind of flounder around working for waiters and waitresses at restaurants and, you know, uh, just odds and end jobs. But if they would get involved in one of the industries like the commercial industry or the building material industry or the uh, construction industry and start at the bottom and really, really understand what that industry is all about, they can grow into really a a pretty sizable income and do quite well uh, making enough money to support a, a good-sized family in a nice house and have a couple of cards a couple you know all 
what is it, a, a piece of the American pie. That's we all try to achieve that, and it does seem to be getting more elusive as days go on because houses just are getting more expensive, and uh, less and less can people afford to move into them because. It just costs too much to live in that house. To one, to maintain it, two, to pay for it, it just break them right down to where they're not making any money at all. And nobody should do that. You should not move into a house where your your house broke. Um, and that that's no way. But at any rate, as you learn these things, uh, you learn that the more you can seal your house up by like sealing this caulking and the sealing this baseboard and sealing this uh, crown that I just spoke about. What happens when you seal the casing? Well, if it's unsealed casing, here's what happens. Basically, you have a, a, a heating air conditioning system in your house, essential heat and air, and it has a return on it. And what the return is all about is it takes all of the air inside your home, pushes it through the return, pulls it through, I should say, and pulls it up towards the unit so it can be recycled and used again. Well, what happens is when you don't have your baseboard sealed, for instance, let's just take one, just start with a baseboard, uh, dirt from the attic actually comes down your stud wall and comes through that crack and can actually infiltrate your living envelope, your house, with uh, not clean air, not conditioned air. And and not and create an energy problem as well. Not nearly as energy efficient as it would be if they were sealed. So it makes sense to seal up those things best you can. And and that you know acrylic latex is the way to go. I think that's a good thing to do. And that's uh, that's something you can do any day. It doesn't matter what the weather is outside. Um, you know you can you can pretty much caulk any time you want to. I mean you can even do it at night. Yeah. That's right. And a lot of people want to get that stuff done because there's some big football coming our way. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen, I wonder if they're worth getting, but they're little cheap, rubbery plastic, about the size of a, size of a credit card, and each corner is rounded in a different way, but it's for, for caulking. For caulking. And I've, I've seen videos of people using them, and it's kind of satisfying to watch it go, but yes. I wonder if it... If it's as effective in the hands of a novice as someone who's skilled with it. I've been caulking for a long time, so I'm not going to say I'm great at it, but I'm pretty good at caulking. I can make a nice line. But I saw the same thing that you saw and said, I'm going to try one out because that looks, I mean, like you say, on on the video, it looks great. <laughs> I mean, it's like, wow, I, I wish my caulking line looked that good. So I went and got one. And... I just guess I haven't used it enough because the, I haven't had as much success with it as I usually do in caulking. I've had to do a little more cleanup. And I think it's uh, probably abuse of that tool on my part, uh, and I think it's a learning curve for me to get there. And I, it's in my closet. I don't use it anymore. I have one of those things. I just It's just sitting there. So I think for the novice, it's probably a very good thing because – they're going to have to learn how to make a straight caulking line anyway. And if they can make a straight caulking line with a tool that will do it for them and they learn how to use that tool, then there's only one lesson that has to be had. Whereas me, I have to have the lesson of learning how to do a straight line without it and then learning to do a straight line with it. And 
I was still learning how to do it with it. So I don't know. That's sort of a really sideways answer, huh? <laughs> I was just thinking because I've seen people that are professional with it or proficient with it using it and it looks great but i was also thinking in the back of my head that's kind of like the guy with the ginzu knives he can chop through anything you get at home you need some practice <laughs> you need some practice that's that's the same tool uh, or it's the same thought process that goes into getting the, getting that caulking tool um and it's not a bad thing i'm not going to call it a bad thing by any means it's a good thing so it really does work pretty well uh, and like i said i have one and have used it a few places I don't know. I know a lot of people want to put caulking, uh, change the caulking where their tub meets their tile because that caulking that's in there turns like mildewy and moldy, and they get tub and tile caulk, and they're wondering, how can I put this in to look good? Well, the very first thing is certainly clear, clear out the old, get rid of the mildewy, moldy caulking that's in there, and the best way to do that is sometimes with a. a, a uh, uh, what they used to call a church key, <laughs> a can opener, uh, a putty knife, a razor, uh, a sheetrock knife. Get rid of that old caulking. Clean out that area. Just, just absolutely clean it out and make sure it's totally dry. And then apply your new caulking. And you can use that system, uh, that caulking applicator, you know, pretty well. And that'll be a good learning curve for you. The beauty of that is also. The spillage is going to go on either your tub or on your tile wall, and it'll be pretty easy to clean up because this is a latex product, and it's clean up by water. Clean it up right away. Get get it gone. Don't let it dry up. Okay, caulking works great. Hey, let me take a minute to tell you about Rebel Ace Hardware, one of the better hardware stores here in central Mississippi. They've got their act together. Rebel Ace Hardware. Oh, they do such a great service is what they do, and they do it so well. And I'm... I don't know. In in the years I've been involved in construction and dealing with different vendors and whatnot, service has become so important in my mind as to how to treat anybody uh, in the industry. Revel has that down to a science. And everybody who works at a Revel hardware store knows the importance of customer service. And they practice it every day. Revel is open six days a week from 7 in the morning till 6 at night. Many locations here in this area. Uh, they're Ontario Road in Jackson, Ontario Road in Byram, on Highway 49 South, Florence, Richland. Out there at Spillway by the Reservoir. Beautiful store out there, by the way. Uh, there's one on uh, the Parkway in Clinton, one on Highway 80 in Pearl, which right next to it is their outdoor power equipment center, which is amazing. They have just products that are just endless. Whether you want a a, 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 a trimmer or you need a lawnmower or whatever. I don't suppose we use many snowblowers around here, but if we did, that's where you'd get one for sure. <laughs> Revel Ace Hardware. Uh, and their newest location is DeVille Plaza. Beautiful store out there in DeVille Plaza. They do it. I mean, always got something going on on a Saturday in DeVille Plaza. It's just a neat place to go. And generally speaking, Revel just generally has something going on on a Saturday at their stores. You go see them, tell them you heard about them on the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. Rebel Hardware, we appreciate their sponsorship of this program. All right. Um, all right, let's uh, just some basic building, uh, well, I guess, it would be, uh, cliches? No. Uh, building quotes? No. 
I don't know, building stuff. <laughs> Let's say building stuff. A great thing to remember when you're building anything like there's there's certainly experienced people out there that know quite a bit about building and then there's people who are just relatively new to the whole process of putting something together and that's okay but the things that are very important for you to learn as a a, a beginner would be anytime you're cutting something measure twice and cut once I say that because you can look at 69 and then when you pull out your tape measure to make a line you'll make a line at 96 you go what? why is this board too short well if you measured twice you have it set then in your brain what's what size to measure it and I I say that because I've done that before myself uh, even after measuring twice. <laughs> so it's important that you measure twice and cut once. That's very important. And always practice safety. Always practice safety. And we'll, we'll get into that big time when we come back uh, on the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. We, we, we do this every Saturday morning. And uh, I know we're not on a lot of stations. So you can pick us up streaming by going to supertalk.fm slash connect and pick up our streaming anywhere, anytime, anyplace, and a lot of other uh, platforms as well. We're available everywhere. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Citizens, for the, for the first time in history, miss your favorite Super Talk show? You can hear it anytime, anywhere, on demand. On demand with the Super Talk app. Don't miss that. And at supertalk.fm. Newsms.fm. Newsms.fm. Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Newsms.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Newsms.fm. When did insurance companies start emailing handshakes? Who decided you can't have good rates and good coverage? If you're questioning your insurance options, get real answers from a real person. With a Farm Bureau Insurance Get Real Review. It's simple, quick, and tailored just for you. Get real auto, home, and life insurance. Get Farm Bureau Insurance. Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company. Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Jackson, Mississippi. 
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com Dave Logan, General Manager, Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2021 is here. The time has never been better for a new Nissan. The remaining 2020 models have large rebates, great opportunity to save money. Here are a few great specials at Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2020 Nissan Altima SR, 3200 off MSRP plus 0.9% APR for 72 months. LC230459. 2020 Nissan Sentra SV, 2700 off MSRP. LY30-5450. And the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue, up to $2,000 off MSRP with 2.9% APR for 72 months. MW101377. Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our service department and parts department open six days a week. All safety protocols are in place for your safety. No appointment needed. We have over 700 pre-owned vehicles available. Remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Every night. <laughs> All right. Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, got some calls coming in, some texts we need to answer. Uh, my name is Buddy, and we're going to be here till noon making all kinds of noise. But first, we're going to go to the phones and talk to Jim. Uh, Jim, you're in Laurel. and uh, Yes. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing fine, buddy. I'm on this side of the ground. God loves me. I ain't got nothing to cry about. That's a good place to be. <laughs> I was uh, telling Ryan a while ago when I was listening to you talk about that measure twice to cut once. Yes, sir. I, I'm 70, I soon be 71 years old, buddy, and I've taught myself how to build a house. Yeah. The, the plumbing, I do that. Electrician, I've done that. Air conditioning, I've done that. I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none. Uh, I understand how that is exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. And as far as that measuring stuff, that's a bunch of bull. Uh-oh. You think you so, huh? you why? Yeah, I do. 
I cut. I measured one one time and cut it off three times. It's still too short. <laughs> so you think more than once, twice, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But seriously, though, uh, I built my house right by myself. The only yeah. the only uh, help I had was had two guys help me raise a gable. Yeah. And two roof trusses. Rest of them I raised by myself. Put the sheeting up there. I built the floors, foundation, everything, and I could do it. Or used to be able to. I'm 71 now. I just sure. have people moving uh, around. <laughs> understand. You can't do it 71 what you did at 35, for sure. Hey, but but I, can, I can stand over and point and tell you how to do it, though. Well, you know what that that to me is that you, your mind must be based a lot on logic. Because if you just look at something logically, you can pretty much figure out how it goes together. Well, if I run into a problem, I just back away and leave it alone. Yeah. And... Buddy, this is no lie. Back in 1990, uh-huh. I had a friend of mine get hurt in the oil field. Yeah. I went to bed that night, and God gave me a dream. And I wrote, got up, woke up, and I wrote it down. I went back to sleep. Next morning I got up, there that note was. And I got to thinking about it. It took me one year to build this device. Sure. First job I took it on, I made $18,300 in three days with it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. What God will talk to you in your sleep. And you can also figure stuff out in your sleep. Oh, yeah. I have run into an electrical problem and uh, go to bed that get get away from it. Go to bed that, that next morning, figure out how to do it, and do it. Well, what you say makes a lot of sense because a lot of times I'll come up against a problem where I'm, somehow I don't know the solution right at, at the point in time. And I've got this term that's I've been using for years is called oh well, <laughs> and once I say oh well, it means it's over for me. Uh, but when I say oh well on a project that I know that needs doing, it means I'm going to step back from it just like you do, and somehow or other the answer will come to me whether it's through me doing research or just out of the clear blue because it's so basic that it just to say oh that's how it goes. But that's you know I agree with your thinking totally. You don't have to be in it. Uh, and uh, an expert builder to build a home, you really need to have, be logical and understand structure a little bit. That's something new. I love woodworking. Oh, I do too. Yeah, I love the smell of wood, and I love working around it all the time. Well, tell Ryan over to tighten up in that other room over there, and y'all have a great day. I, there's some things that just can't be done. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how hard you try, you, you can try. Yeah, I mean, we've tried to straighten Rhino out for I don't know what decades now. He's getting there. <laughs> but thank you for your call. I hope you have a great day, Jim. Uh, and that is decent. Um, also, in the text line, we got a text in that said, uh, let's see, do we get two texts? No, we got one text. Um, trying to hang a, a, a flat screen television on a wall. And they do make devices that hang them, that let them angle if you want them to angle down a little bit, and some that don't, just hang them straight. But at any rate, the question, I think, and I haven't read it thoroughly, but I think the question is how would you mount one of these devices? on a plaster uh, wall where there's like, I don't know whether there's a, a, a metal behind it, a metal screening, or maybe a lath, depending on how old the house is. That's the way they used to do plaster. But my answer is those devices that hold flat screen TVs on a wall always have to be mounted into a stud. Uh, into more than one stud just to give them stability because a sheetrock wall or a plaster wall even with a 
a molly on it is not going to be strong enough to hold that television up there. So whatever you're doing and whatever you're d- drilling, in, you have to first make sure you find the stud. You say, oh, how do I find the darn stud? That's actually what he just texted in. How do you find a stud behind the plaster? Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's a tough one. All right, they make stud finders, and that's one way to find it. But what I, I don't have one, and what I generally do Originally, when houses, or or nowadays even when houses are built, studs are 16-inch on center. That means every 16, if you, from the wall, from the very corner of the wall, if you go 16 inches, this should be a stud. So I go to the very top where the ceiling and the sheetrock come together and the wall come together, and with a little tiny finish nail, I'll start pounding, putting tiny little holes in there, because I think this is about where the stud should be. And if it's not, I'll move it over a quarter inch, move it a quarter inch. And before you know it, I'll find a stud. When I find a stud, I'll nail the sheetrock nail into the stud. I mean, I'm sorry, the finish nail into the stud and hang a string from it, make like a plumb bob so that it runs straight down. And that'll pretty much show you where the stud is. And, and do that all the way across. And the holes on top are easy to fill if you want to fill, if, if they even show they may show or you could even do this where your tv is going to be mounted and then let your tv cover the holes up and don't worry about it because you're using a finish nail so they're going to be very very tiny holes anyway so that's basically how i would find a stud so and then a lot of times putting a bolt that is strong enough to hold that bracket up there which is what they supply with those things a lot of times a ratchet is necessary to ratchet and also you should pre-drill Make sure you pre-drill a little bit smaller than the actual bolt so that the bolt doesn't have to worry about removing all of the wood in that 2x4. It can just go in and just make its threading and, and, and hold it properly as it should. And, then and the same is true with uh, grab bars. Grab bars, uh, grab bars are so important to the health of America, just the health of the world. Uh, we were talking last week, I was talking with uh, John Merrill with uh, Amala, and we were talking about grab bars specifically, and we both agree that the the stick-on grab bars, they're, they're like they're suction cup grab bars, they work pretty well. Here's the problem that I had with them, and I presented this to John, and he sort of, he did agree with this. Uh, we put up grab bars and want them to work 100% of the time. I question suction cup grab bars about the 100% of the time thing. I mean, they only have to fail once for you to really get hurt. So having said that, I would say, no, it's better to use regular grab bars and make sure they're secured to a stud so that they're strong enough to hold you if you start to fall. Because when you fall, the older you get, the more chances are you're going to get hurt. And it doesn't matter. You can be in your teens or you can be in your 70s and 80s. You can fall in the shower and it can really, you know, if you're in your teens, it's going to hurt. If you're in your 70s or 80s, you may end up in the hospital with broken bones or broken hip or something like that or worse. So that's important. Uh, Getting into the studs is very important on that type of device. 
I hope I've answered your question. You just you just have fun hanging on TV and, and keep Rhino posted. <laughs> or or better yet, make Rhino do it. <laughs> he'll, be, <laughs> he'll come over. He'll do it this afternoon. <laughs> he he was just telling me off the air. Yeah, I'll be happy to go hang his TV for him if you don't ask me. Oh yeah, I take payment and pizza. <laughs> payment and pizza and. A little beer, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> You've got to have something to wash it down with. Yeah, I mean, and, and what could be better during a football game, you know? And there's a couple of great games on today. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, we were talking football earlier, when I, and Nelly is always on me because I'm I'm sorry. I'm a Tom Brady fan and have been because I grew up in New England, and he was with the Patriots forever and did great. And so as a result, I've become a pseudo-Buccaneer fan. Now, I'm also a very big Saints fan because I've lived down here long enough to realize, wow, and I've been to the Superdome. And, and, and I, so Sunday night's game with the Buccaneers and the Saints to me is going to be like, what could be better? <laughs> I mean, what could be better? I really, I mean, I want Brady to win that so bad, and yet I realize the Saints are so darn good. <laughs> Brady has to have his team running 100% efficient. Uh, I don't think 98% is going to cut it. And if they're running 100% efficient, there's a chance they can beat the Saints. But it'll be a tough game. Uh, And I wouldn't be surprised to see the Saints coming out of this thing ahead. Even though, the bottom line, I guess I'm rooting a little bit bit for, uh, for Brady and them. Go ahead, throw things at me. I don't care. <laughs> I'm used to it. Because, <laughs> um, well, never mind. You just throw in if you. Well, want that just it. means either way you have somebody to root for in the championship round. Oh yeah, uh, there's, there's, it's a win-win for me. It's like uh, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose, and that's all there is to it. So then, then either the Saints or the Buccaneers or oh, I guess they, it's not really going to be the Super Bowl. Determination, it's going because that's going to happen next weekend. Yeah, this is the divisional round. Yeah, okay. Well, the quarterfinals, as it were. Yeah. Well, well you, I, I'm I'm just a big NFL fan. I can't help it. That's I, I are it. I, I'm more of it than I am a college fan. Even though college football is a lot of fun, a lot of people enjoy college football. Enough about sports. I won't talk about it anymore. I won't talk about Tom Brady anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, measure uh, measure twice and go once. And Jim doesn't think measuring twice is going to get it because he said he's tried many times. But along with that, <clears throat> if it is like your first time to do construction projects at all, practice safety. That's very important. Goggles, they're so important. They keep. Oh, man, I saw a video yesterday <sighs> where safety goggles probably saved this guy's life. The, the video yeah. starts, and it's looking at an angle grinder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh. the... The piece he's got on the angle grinder is boogered up and broken in half. Sure. And then he turns the camera around, and the other half is embedded in the center of his safety goggles. Wow. And he's talking, and then he takes the safety goggles off, and he's got a pretty good gash on his forehead. Wow. But that would have been a lot worse if he wasn't wearing safety goggles. There's one testimony about safety goggles, and I'm sure there are many, many, many others that people who are not injured because they had goggles on at that point in time. And therefore... It's important that you wear goggles when you're working on construction just about 100% of the time. Goggles are very important. Earplugs, you know, we talk about that and we're kind of casual about that. But 
if you're running like a, a, a saw all day long, a table saw, something like that, earplugs can really save you a whole lot of aggravation. Uh, uh, earplugs are just amazing. With it. Like in an industry where there's a lot of noise in this particular building where they have machines running all the time, earplugs are standard procedure. You've got to put them on before you go in. Earplugs are very important. Um, dusk masks. How, I mean... You can't relate how important they are because a lot of things that we're cutting up today are either uh, synthetic things, things that we make ourselves or, or somebody makes for us, whether it be PVC or it can be hardy hardy board or fiber cement board, uh, which has silicone in it, which cutting it. You don't need to be breathing in the silicone. No, 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 no. Dust masks help a whole lot. Uh, sanding she-rock. Whoa. Talk about needing a dust mask. You need a body mask for sanding sheetrock because it's going to get mud everywhere. But they are making a new type sheetrock mud. Well, I won't say it. I won't. I did say new. It's not new. It's been around a while. Sheetrock mud that's uh, creates less dust and and very little dust whatsoever comes out of there. So it's a good product to use. Also, there's a relatively new sheetrock sander available that goes any level that you want to go, and it has a dust collector on it, which pretty much prevents the dust from getting throughout the house. So, yeah, it just depends on your project and how much you want to do. But uh, that's important. And gloves. Man, gloves gloves can save your hands from so much trouble hauling building material or hauling shingles or whatnot. When you really shouldn't be using gloves is like using power tools. Uh, because a lot of gloves have little dangling things on them that tighten them up around your wrist. And that dangling thing, if it gets caught in any power equipment, you'd be in serious trouble. Uh, it'll drag your hand to where it shouldn't be. And that's why I say wearing gloves isn't really that good of a thing to do using power equipment. But when you're hauling building material and you're just handling all that stuff and you're doing anything like that, gloves are so important. All right, you listen to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slork. I'm going to be here till 12 o'clock. Love to hear from you. Give us a call on our Super Talk call-in line, 888-808-8637. Buddy Slork, Super Talk, Mississippi. Gallo. Love him? Hate him? Either way, you'll find it hard to stop listening. Because when Gallo speaks, the entire state listens. You can't buy this stuff. The Gallo Radio Show. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Your news when you want it. The News Mississippi app. Available for iOS and Android devices. Just search for News Mississippi. That's News Mississippi. That's News Mississippi. Your source for everything happening in your state. News Mississippi. What's on your mind? Do you want to sound off? Yeah. Then you should be a part of the JT Show. Weekdays 10 till 1. Only on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. 
Your news when you want it. The News Mississippi app, available for iOS and Android devices. Just search for News Mississippi. That's News Mississippi. That's News Mississippi. Your source for everything happening in your state. News Mississippi. Stepping on that. <laughs> when you can't find the light, All right, rock and roll handyman show right here at Super Top. What a great guitar lead that was. Oh, that was probably. You think that was Dwayne? Mm, yeah.
Yeah, yeah, it probably was Dwayne. I think it was Dwayne Allman. Uh, tremendous. All right. Um, Mark sent in an interesting comment about the TV that we're trying to get mounted on a uh, wall that is made out of uh, plaster. And uh, he said that uh, toggles for a 40-inch TV, if you buy that the, the type of toggle, that each of them are rated at 250 pounds apiece and that they work. Uh, I'm not from Matt, I'm not familiar with those toggles, <clears throat> but I'm sure if they're for that TV, they probably work pretty well, uh, particularly if they hold 250 pounds. Um, I guess the only difference is, I'm sure they're rated at 250 pounds on a sheetrock wall, and that figure is probably not true on a. Or, or I'm going to say that it's probably not the same on a, a plaster wall. Maybe more, maybe less. I'm not quite sure. But uh, but the, that's an option as well. So I would, look, I would look into that because I'm sure somebody around here locally sells those to oh, wherever you are, wherever you want to mount your TV. Maybe it's on the top of Mount Rushmore. I don't know. Um, good luck drilling your holes. Uh, at any rate, those toggles seem to work pretty well, according to Matt. Oh, well, let's see what that goes. All right. Um, well, I don't know. I guess I'll open this can of worms. Let's do. Let's get started. On, here, here we go. Uh, uh, this is a can of worms right now. Roof warranties. Roof asphalt roof shingle warranties. And why do I say it's a can of worms? Well, the manufacturers who make roofing have a warranty on their product. The warranty is against manufacturer defects. And the warranty on <clears throat> just regular three-tab shingles now is like 25 years. And the warranty on architectural shingles, which is a heavier grade of shingle, uh, which lasts longer and has a longer lifespan, has a lifetime warranty on it. Now, we, I know we talk a lot about uh, Encapsulating. We've talked about encapsulating basements and how important that is. And from everything that I see, that's a very, very, very good thing to do to make your living envelope more healthy and your energy efficiency better. There's a train of thought out there that doing the same in your attic by putting spray foam on the rafters up onto your roof line can also help. However, this has created what I call a can of worms as far as the building roof warranty is concerned. I've been told that the warranty on roofing will be taken out of effect if you use foam insulation or insulate your under your rafters your sheathing that's not true your warranty will not be void by doing that however there are certain changes that will take place the warranty remember is for uh, manufacturers defects now I've been in, in and around the roofing industry a long time and in that period of time, I've seen very, very few manufacturer defects. Most of the problems with roofing that you see today 
is improper installation. And that's where most of the problems come up. And the trouble with improper installation is once a roof is completed and you look at it, you can't tell. You can't tell whether the shingles have enough nails in them, whether they use the right underlayment under there, whether the sheathing is in good shape, and whether they did the flashing correctly, because it looks great. But if they didn't do it correctly, you'll have trouble sooner or later. But the warranty, here's how it works. Um, you can have your shingles starting to get too warm by having insulation on your rafters. And the warmth coming up back to your shingle can actually distort that shingle. <clears throat> now, if that happens, the manufacturers will not stand behind their warranty because you had an insulated roof. And they, they're, so they've put an amendment on the, all of their warranties that talks about shingles need to have ventilation under there. And the whole principle of a shingle is it's to be applied on uh, underlayment and it's applied on sheathing and then underneath the sheathing sheathing is supposed to be a, a breathable attic or a ventilated attic that has the proper ventilation where they use ridge vent and cornish vents to in, intake and, and ridge vent for your outtake or turbines or power vents it doesn't matter shingles are meant to go on it if you don't insulate your rafters the warranty isn't going to be on your roof shingle isn't going to change one iota uh, but if you do insulate your rafters and you call your whoever did the installation and they send out somebody from the manufacturer to look at your shingles they may not warranty it if it's if your rafters are insulated uh, and that's that's a work in progress right now because in the end I believe Insulating your attic can do nothing but help you have a healthier home and a more energy-efficient home downstairs. But we do have to figure out a better way to do the roofing system. And as I've said many times, they're working day and night on research and development on roofing to make the asphalt roof shingle a better product than it is. And they always are trying to make it a better product. So as we speak, they're working on it right now. They're working on making a solar uh, a solar energy collector in, in granules where you won't have to have all this plumbing on your roof to get solar energy. You can actually use the granules in the roof shingle to actually collect the heat from the sun and and be able to turn that into energy that you can use in your home. Uh, that's in the works. And once we had that, it'd be great. Also, there's been a lot of talk lately about using a lighter colored roof shingle that won't absorb quite as much heat. Yes, that helps somewhat. But, unfortunately, around here, most times, we want a darker color roof, whether it be black or gray or dark brown or whatever. Uh, some is called weatherwood is a very, very popular color around here, which is just about the color of natural wood, maybe with a little stain on it, weatherwood, like that. It looks, it's, well, it looks like weatherwood. That's the color that's supposed to be, um, and, and it's pretty nice, but... That's how warranties on roofing shingles go. It's still a work in progress. They're still trying to figure out the best way to handle that. So I, we'll look into that. And the more I find out about that, the more I'll let you know. Because uh, I don't know. I have a soft spot kind of for a roofing a little bit. It has to be done right in my mind. It has to be done 
How do you do it right? Well, surprisingly enough, on most of the bundles of shingles that people buy are instructions as to how to apply roof shingles and what should be done and how it should be done. How often is that read? Oh, I would say if there's 100 bundles of roof shingles, probably uh, 95 and a half of them haven't been read. <laughs> Nobody reads it. But at any rate, that's how that goes. Warranties on roof shingles. Check it out. You listen to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slowick on Super Talk Mississippi. Going to be here till noon making all sorts of noise. Don't you go away. Be right back on Super Talk. <laughs> Broadcasting to the world, live from Mississippi in the USA. Super Talk Mississippi at supertalk.fm.fm. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like News Mississippi. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. News Mississippi at newsms.fm. The official news provider for Super Talk Mississippi. JT. JT. Repping the sip across the park. Let's talk to JT Williamson, the host of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. It really was. It really was Super Talk. Yeah, he's good, isn't JT he? Williamson. Yeah, he's he's lived up to the bill. He sounded a bit like Elvis. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like News Mississippi. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. News Mississippi at newsms.fm. The official news provider for Super Talk Mississippi. News. I'm Jared McHugh. State, local, and federal officials taking no chances as security in and around Washington, D.C. is beefed up for Wednesday's Biden-Harris inauguration. To be safe, the National Guard says it will deploy up to 25,000 troops from around the country to protect the nation's capital during the inauguration. The Park Service has closed the National Mall, limiting protests to 100 people in a few designated areas. In addition to the additional forces, D.C.'s police chief says all of his 3,800 cops will be out patrolling the streets. But some are warning domestic terrorists could 
hit soft targets outside Washington in state capitals and other federal buildings. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson and a former member of the Secret Service tells Fox that his old agency will be ready. I can assure you that Director Jim Murray of the Secret Service is not going to get caught flat-footed on Inauguration Day. Dan Emmett on Cavuto Live. America is listening to Fox News. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to News Mississippi. A bill introduced by Senate Minority Leader Derek Simmons seeks to remove marijuana from the list of Schedule One drugs in Mississippi, which he says could lead to a revenue boost for the state. All you need to do is legalize it, uh, regulate it, and tax it, and then you know everything will eventually work out for you. And so, just like we do alcohol now, the bill was referred to the Senate Health and Welfare Committee. And big news for Mississippi Delta residents who have been waiting for the pumps. EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler says approval has been granted for a new pump system. The new plan that they have, they move it. You actually won't be triggered until 200,000 acres are flooded. So this is going to focus on where the people in that community live to protect their homes, to protect the roads. Now, the last time you had the flood, there was a couple and an unborn child who died um, because of the flooding. So it's important to protect those communities, the people that live there. And I, I think this is an environmental justice issue. Andy Davis, News Mississippi. Rolling out of bed, the first thing you hear in the morning is... Good morning, this is Paul Gallo. News, weather, sports, talk, and info that matters to you. The Gallo Radio Show on Super Talk Mississippi. NewsMS.fm NewsMS.fm Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. NewsMS.fm Everything you need to know at your fingertips. NewsMS.fm Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. With the assistance of new data, authorities are asking for your help in identifying a young John Doe. Discovered in Sharkey County in 2014, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children is now able to partially identify the victim as a young African-American child between the ages of 5 and 7. For more information and to see a facial reconstruction released by authorities, visit newsms.fm. And now that the session is underway, there are several issues on the table, such as Medicaid expansion. Senator John Horn says he does not believe it will make any headway this year. Senator Bryan has been studying the issue, but I don't think that he plans to bring out any bill to speak to that. I think we're inching closer to it, but I don't see it this year. And the price of gas is going up. Fuel analyst Trilby Lundberg tells us by how much. It's now a total of 17 cents rise over seven weeks. In these three weeks, the price is up nine cents, and the new price is 235. Andy Davis, News Mississippi.
what is it? The true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam chowder. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Let me Those people are crazy. Why else would they put something like that together? Of course they're crazy. It's a rock and roll handyman show. There's a we've got a tad of crazy going on here anyway. That's what we do. The way I feel if if there's not crazy involved with it, it can't be too good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the proof of the pudding that we've got crazy on board is rhinos here. <laughs> oh yeah. So there's there's your proof. We're all out of whack. We're all, uh, imagine if everybody acted like you. Oh man. <laughs> We'd be in trouble. Nah. Nah. We're just talking bad about you, Rhino. It's okay. Um I I don't even know where we were going. This where we were going to. Oh, I know where we're talking about music. <laughs> this is the eleven o'clock hour. Wood. I was sitting here. I was mm, sitting on my deck, which I do a lot in the evening. I said, "Well, I have a back patio, which is surrounded by three walls of the house, <clears throat> and it's concrete. And you sit on it, and then there's a deck in front of it where you can get out front. And then there's a yard, and then there's the woods, which are the yard is pretty. The backyard is pretty big. I look at it, and I kind of think of my backyard as like looking like a park." I mean, not that it's it's the grass isn't trimmed perfect, but when the leaves fall, it's like a blanket of hole across the whole entire yard. It's like, it's gorgeous. I just like it. And then there's a big creek back there. But I was sitting back there yesterday uh, about 5 o'clock thinking, maybe a little earlier than that, thinking about the music segment of this show. And I well, want to tell you, the wind was blowing. Wind was blowing incredibly so I started listening to some of the sounds and the sounds of the wind blowing in nature is music uh, what's his name Chris some who had uh, uh, something in the wind uh, he did a song called something in the wind of course blowing in the wind everybody knows that Peter Paul and Mary uh, Chris uh, I, oh gosh he had a big hit with uh, I can't call his name right now, but at any rate, the wind is Chris is, Ledoux. Uh, no, not Ledoux. It's it's somebody that was more contemporary, and he had like two hits, and then he went away. But he does stuff on his own on the internet now, and still is pretty successful on that by himself. I can't can't call his name. Um, I'll think of it after a while, and I, mean, I better not stop and think about it now because I'm going to have to rest my brain if I do. <laughs> but at any rate. Uh, music basically does come from nature. That's where we get most of the sounds. And there are a lot of recordings of wind. Uh, like I said, there, I know of some recordings that were made popular by uh, by calling the wind uh, and by listening to the wind and even have a wind blowing through them. And there's also recordings that you can get uh, on your well on your smartphone that probably tells you just blowing just the wind blowing can make uh, a, a real easy sensitive sound and a lot of people like to hear wind blowing through the trees because that's that's different it's just different than what a lot of sound would be but that's basically where music starts 
And from there, it just goes on and on and on. We were talking last week about uh, a lot of people who got guitars for uh, Christmas, and right about this point in time, they're getting a little bit discouraged because their fingers are starting to bleed and learn how to play yet. And it's like, well, I might just not go back to this thing. Go back to it. Go back to it. Your fingers aren't going to bleed very long. Your fingers aren't going to be damaged or hurt very long. Before you know it, you build up calluses on them. And next thing you know, you'll be playing guitar and, and happy that you do it. Because that is definitely an escape from the world when you learn how to play guitar and get like that lead that we played a while ago. Uh, we said was Dwayne, probably Dwayne Allman. Playing something like that with a rhythm behind it can really carry you away and make you feel like a whole different you're in a whole different place. That's what music does. That's why I love it so very much. It's a, it's a good thing. There's something primal about sound. I mean, we were talking during Garden Mama about the the conch shell. Yeah. And if you, you look at music history, mm -hmm. if we didn't have cultures that picked up the conch shell and used it to amplify their voice, to right. amplify tones that their mouth could make. Right. We'd be 400, 500 years behind in the development of woodwinds and yeah. brass instruments. Oh, for sure. For sure. And that, all that really, they've been around for so very long now at this point in time, but it'd be hard to imagine a life without music. It would, I mean, it's just, I, this is a talk radio station. But we play a lot of music on here, one way or other. I mean, starting the, a, a program, ending a program, in between programs, during commercials. I mean, just about everywhere is music. Uh, so we want to listen to it as often as we can. And it's, it's something that we tend to take for granted because we have living generations yeah. that to hear music the way we hear it uh -huh. required an army of ex expertly trained individuals all at the peak of their abilities to reproduce a piece of music in a way that we can just type it in hit play and hear it hear it and that's the, that's a that's a talent in itself being able to put something like that together because there are there's a lot of logistics to that when you talk about multiple instruments and trying to pull it all together and, and then make it into a, a really quality sound. Uh, because with the wrong mixing and the wrong put together, it won't sound nearly as good and it won't have the effect that it does. But it is amazing how we've taken it from blowing into seashells uh, to rubbing on uh, boards of wood, all of a sudden realizing that there are musical instruments that can be made that can re reproduce some of these sounds. Like you take an oboe. An oboe is like, I think the oboe is like the closest woodwind instrument to the sound of a human voice that there is, is the oboe. And a human voice is an instrument all by itself. And few of us recognize that, but it's true. The, the human voice is an instrument. I'm using my instrument right now. I like it. All right. Enough about me. Unless you've got something to say, hey, we're going to move ahead. Uh, I'd love to hear anything you might have to say about music. Let's see. What's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I can't read it too far away. <laughs> I'll get to it after a while. <laughs> um, all right. Are you planning a renovation? Well, here's how it works. 
Yeah, I'm planning a renovation. The most important part of planning any renovation is the planning of it. And that is very, it, it needs to be more detailed than a lot of people make it. Because if you don't plan properly, then there's more opportunity for Murphy's Law to be a part of what you're doing all the time. Murphy's Law is if something can go wrong, it will. And if you don't plan properly on a renovation, Murphy's Law rears its ugly head and jumps in there and starts taking over. Now, in the industry, there are a lot of companies that do renovations. And some of them are real sticklers about getting everything down on paper and everything just right. And when they give you a quote, it's a, it's more of a firm price. Usually there's a little rider down at the bottom that talks about Murphy's Law, or if something unseen shows up, we will discuss it with you before we'll change any pricing. Having said all that, I get a lot of emails at home with people who want help doing this and doing that. And I got an email from a lady who was has a pretty big project she's accomplished in uh, a different area of town. Uh, well, actually, it's not even in town. It's in, it's in another county. I think it's in, I don't even know, Pachula. Where's Pachula? Do you know? Come on, Rhino. You're supposed to know everything. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, a great contractor, one of my VIP sponsors I talk about regularly is Jerry Clark. So I didn't I didn't know whether Jerry would want to go to Petrullo to do this job or whether he'd be interested in quoting it. So I called him and I was talking to Jerry and I said, Jerry, where's Petrullo? He says, Oh, it's just he said exactly where it was. He says, Yeah, I just talked to a lady from there. I said, What's her name? And I said the name out loud. I said, yeah. I said, Well, here's why I'm calling you. She called me looking for the she's like everybody else, she's tried three and four different contractors to give her a price, to, and some they even haven't gotten back to her or haven't given her a price or, or didn't give the proper customer service. Well, the thing with Jerry Clark and Clark Construction is everything will get documented. When they do a job, they do a thorough job complete from beginning to end. It is just a finished product. It'll look exactly right. Jerry's on the job a lot, but he has qualified workmen who work regularly for him, and they can do any project as far as building is concerned. And yes, he does understand structures and how they should be and what makes them strong and what makes them not. So as a result, one of her contacts was this man named Jerry Clark. Light sent her back an email saying, I know that you've tried a number of contractors, and one of them that you contacted is called Clark Construction. And he is either willing to take the job on himself under Clark Construction, or he's going to ask somebody he knows to do the job. My response to her was quite simply, if Clark Construction does a job, you're in real good hands. The service will be great. The, the job will be well done. And if he recommends somebody, the same will hold true because he's not going to recommend somebody that he doesn't know. He's going to recommend somebody he knows that does a good job. And that that's good for me because, yes, I give a lot of references to a lot of people about who should do what on their project. 
but the biggest problem I have is knowing who the best contractor is in the other parts of the state, like down south or, or way up north near Tupelo and all those places up there. Um, I really don't know enough about who the contractors are and what they do and what they can do for you at that point in time. So I was glad at that point, I was really glad to have Jerry Clark have had already talking to the lady and got that thing straightened out. But the, the plans are so, so, so important because everything's going to change. I mean, first off, building material is getting slower and harder to get a hold of, and the price is going crazy on it. Now, a year ago, probably remodeling wouldn't cost what it costs today because of the cost of the building material itself, including windows and just about every product that is in a renovation, there's been an increase in price on. And plus, services gone downhill in the industry because a lot of people are working from home and a lot of those factories, as a matter of fact, I know some factories that are absolutely empty, the building building products. So there's nothing being produced. But it will, it'll catch up after a while. It'll be, it'll be fine after a while. But you should take that into effect because uh, the cost may change after a period of time. Uh, you know, you may make your plans, and then actually by the time you buy building material like lumber and wood, you may not get started for like three and four months, and then you know, they may not need building material for a while. And by the time they get it, all of a sudden we see that what we allowed for building material, X amount of dollars, is X amount plus in order to get the same product that we wanted originally. And I think that kind of goes right back to lack of planning. People, you really need to, plans are the most important thing you can do. Uh, so planning a renovation is very, very important. And the first place you start is with your family and with your situation. What, do you, what are you looking for? What do you want? Now remember, if you want, you can spend a million dollars on this renovation because the materials are out there. Now, yeah, yeah, they are, and people would love for you to spend a million dollars on this renovation. But you can also get a renovation done pretty inexpensively, depending on how much you want to do and when you want to do it. Uh, it's just a small renovation. It's just still, it's important you get a qualified contractor to do this for you, and uh, that's the most important thing. Plans are important, and that's and renovations can really change our living environment so very much, plus make our home more energy efficient, which always talking about energy efficiency is something I think we'll hear more and more and more about as time goes on. Would you say folks tend to underestimate the, the amount of planning required? Uh, uh, definitely. Like yes. they, they'll, they'll make a plan and then think, all right, I've planned enough, and, yeah. and they really didn't take into account certain things that they might have needed to well i think some of that and, and I, I i use this word by no means in, in a derogatory mean a, a, a method but i think a lot of it, a lot of it is ignorance not knowing what's out there and not knowing how to make a set of plans that's why yes make your plans uh there's probably they're going to fall short of being a complete set of plans which you may not be aware of but if a contractor comes along and you hand them that plans then the contractor will know where you intend to ha have this project end up and maybe go over the plans and add to them and say, yeah, we do need to do this. We will need to add this to it. We'll, and, and, but the more you plan, the better off you are because 
while you're planning, you're also learning how a project is to be put together, and you be more aware of how it is supposed to come together, and be more aware of what the contractor's doing when they're doing it, saying you're not going to do it yourself, because if you're going to do it yourself, all you have is the place you made. <laughs> and then there's a learning curve involved. Yeah. There, there's... Uh, to do it yourself, what you need is the experience. You know how you do. You know how to do it. Uh, do you have the time to do it? Do you have the tools to do it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, a lot of, you know, you don't want to have seventeen subs coming in there helping you out with different tools because you don't need that many people coming through and doing a project. It, it, it'll be mix matched by the time you get done. It's better if you can do it all with one contractor or do it all yourself. Uh, but there's a lot of logistics and a lot of things that people need to know about that. So that's the way that goes. Uh, remodeling. It's it's the renovations. Big time, big time. It's happening all over the place. But keep in mind, a lot of materials are slowing down right now. It's hard to get a hold of some things. Windows and doors. Phew. Lead time and this is big time. All right, you listen to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Don't you go away. We'll be right back on Super Talk. I play my music in the sun. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight joker. I give my love and all the run. I'm a bigger. I'm a grinner. I'm a lover and I'm a sinner. What decisions are being made by state lawmakers and how will they affect you, your family and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know. Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fl. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. In a world full of noise, finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi.
make you crazy. <laughs> I haven't heard tequila in a long time. But if you drink enough of it, it'll make you crazy. Just don't drink the worm. No, don't drink the worm. <laughs> uh, yeah, tequila's just different, isn't it? It's just so... It, it, well, I'm sorry. It just makes me crazy, so I stay away from it. <laughs> or let, let me rephrase that. It makes me crazy-er. <laughs> uh, oh, well. This is the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here on Super Talk Mississippi. We're going to talk a little bit about stairways. Well, most stairways are just straight ahead. They run from the bottom floor to the second floor, and they're generally built by a uh, a, a framing contractor who does a pretty good job. And then the trim com- comes through and finishes them out with treads and nosing and balusters and rails and all the things that make them look pretty good. That's not too bad of a situation. But there are many different types of staircases, like the grand entrance that you walk into that has two curved staircases that go upstairs. Well, that certainly wasn't built by any kind of framing contractor. That kind of staircase takes a master. And uh, they're... A master around here that I knew very well, and he did nothing but spectacular staircases, and a lot of thought went into it. And he knew miters, he knew everything there was to know about material, uh, and did wonderful staircases. Wonderful staircases. Matter of fact, I'm sure that somebody's probably walking on one right now as I speak around here. Uh, but you talk about staircases, there are all sorts of things that can really come into play, like your disappearing staircase in the attic. One lady called last week and said hers was coming apart and she needed to find out what she should do. Well, quite simply, most disappearing stairways that are pulled down stairways are held together with nuts and bolts and screws, and all of those nuts and bolts and screws need to be tightened. Because after a decade or so of use of pulling up and down, walking up and down, they will become raggedy. And if you tighten them up, a lot of times that's all it really takes to fix that disappearing stairway. Now, that disappearing stairway may be so far gone that it may need to be replaced. And that's really not that big of a deal. They come in a unit nowadays, don't they? They come in a unit, yeah. and the unit fits this prescribed sizes of holes in your ceiling that you make for them, and you frame it out with two bys to give it some structural, you know, uh, strength. Uh, two by six, two by eight, two by ten, or something is what they usually frame it with. And they fit in the hole, and then they trim out. And they're pretty easy to use. Uh, so, disappearing stairways are a different type animal because. They, you know, not many people have movable stairways like a disappearing stairway. It goes up and down and is hinged in about four different places, and all that. All the hinges are held onto the staircase by by bolts or nuts and screws in wood, and it all needs to be tightened. But to build a staircase can really be complex. I mean, when you start talking about <clears throat> around a corner or or build a staircase halfway up and then have a landing and then have it go the other direction halfway up. All that, that's intense. That takes a pretty good bit of thinking to do and a pretty good bit of knowing structural integrity and knowing what will be structural and what shouldn't be structural, what won't be structural to do that. 
So building staircases a unique situation. This really takes a a good trim man can can pretty much trim out a a rough staircase which is two by tens and you know basically just two by material. But he will finish it out with uh, treads and nosing and riser boards and just everything that's necessary: balusters, rails, newel posts. And that all can be. There's so many different ways to do that nowadays, particularly when you talk about balusters and newel posts. There's so much available today on the market. And there's there's very little wiggle room for error because if if you have, I think it's as little as an eighth of an inch in difference in, in where you're walking, it can trip you. And I want to say it's by code, you can't have three-eighths of an inch difference yeah, because yeah. it's such a tripping hazard because there's... There's something about the way our brains and our bodies work with stairs. Right. They they get used to the pattern of the stair very quickly, and if there's just a tiny little bit off in the difference of how far up it goes or how, how far out it goes, you'll trip, you'll and trip. you don't even realize it. Right. What I think some of, the, some of the biggest hazards I've seen in staircases is every stair is supposed to have a riser seven inches or so, but somehow or other during the measurement and putting in the staircase, things didn't work out. So almost every one of them is seven inches or so. Then there's that one that's nine inches. Man, I want to talk about you want to hurt yourself. It'll get you every time. It gets you Even every, if you know it's coming. Yeah, even if you know it's coming. So, yeah, it does take some planning and some thought. And, and it is building a set of staircase is really a precise type situation. And it takes a lot of precision to do it correctly. And, you know. But hope. the guy on TV can change it out in 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, well. That's like song I was watching a show where the magic of television, the magic of television, where they're doing a renovation, and this is a, a thing of mine. I really, I am opposed to this totally. They show it on TV every week. You'll see it on TV doing a renovation and taking out the old with the sledgehammer. I'm so opposed to that. I'm so opposed to destruction with a sledgehammer. Taking something apart, take it apart, remove the nails, and gently set it aside. Don't sledgehammer it out. You you may get hurt. I just watched a man on TV almost get hurt because he was sledging some cabinets and he hit the cabinet door with a sledgehammer and it didn't do anything but bounce the sledgehammer back, almost hitting him. And this was on TV showing how to do a renovation. <laughs> I'm going, um, maybe we should revise that show? <laughs> no, I don't, no, I'm not going to get into what they're doing on the. We're on TV as far as not, we don't do a whole lot of. Matter of fact, have I ever brought a sledgehammer in here? I don't think so. Not that I recall. No, I don't think in all the videos I did, I don't think I ever used a sledgehammer either. I don't know. I, that, I, I can't answer that. I used to do a lot of videos. Stopped when the pandemic took over and haven't done videos. and going to start up here relatively soon. We really need to get get going on videos because they're always fun to do. And, and a lot of people get a lot of good information out of those. We'd always do a video once a week about one particular aspect of your house and how you would work on that particular aspect. And... It was maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. Our our our, our videos they were very, very and they were really promos for the handyman show, but they were video they were instructional videos as well. Worked out well. May do that more and more. Little digestible bits. Yeah, little little stuff. Uh, and we've always tried to keep this show kind of on a level of elementary, if you will, uh, because a lot of the stuff you see on. Uh, a lot of the shows you're hearing on those shows, they're redoing a three million dollar house, or they're building a, you know, 
they bought a starter home for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, and they're going to renovate it. You know, they're going to pour that much more into the kitchen alone and stuff uh, like that. I mean, w- come on, man, we don't do that. I mean, you know, maybe some people around here do, but generally speaking, John Q. Public doesn't do that. John Q. Public is more worried about getting his flat screen TV up against his wall. <laughs> Not picking out which color of marble to put on the countertop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. Uh, marble countertops are expensive. Put marble and put fancy backsplash, t- glass tile backsplash. Boy, you spent a fortune. You spent a good bit of money. Oh, well. Um, at any rate, yeah, staircases. Very, very detailed. Very detailed. And, and uh, they were. Something that people, you know, they think would be a great thought, and it is a great thought in some places, a circular staircase. The spiral. Yes, but the trouble with those is they're very narrow. To walk up one, you, you, it's, it's, if you weigh over 200 pounds, it's a challenge. It's a challenge because uh, just getting up those stairs and around the corner, it's a narrow little opening. But in some cases, like in, in, smaller areas they work pretty well i had a friend growing up who had a, a spiral staircase huh. in in their house but it was it's kind of tucked away in a closet you open a door you go up the staircase you go out a door and you're on a different level <laughs> is that was let me interrupt you was was that the only way you could get to the second level no it was oh, okay. a, a back way to get okay. to the second level okay good 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 uh i was the boy but that'd be that'd be spooky <laughs> that was the only way to get to the second level Whoa. It's like two different houses. Yeah, really. Oh, well. Um, and I am more in favor of, well, let's say I'm a big proponent of universal construction and universal design, which means everything is all on one level. So two-story houses, oh, I think they're great for young families, but when people start getting up in their age, they don't have, want to have to worry about climbing up that set of stairs every day to go to bed or climbing up that set of stairs to do whatever they need to do. That set of stairs can really become a, a, a get in your way about moving around. That's why universal design is so important, where everything's on one level, there's no steps. And, uh, and, and more and more houses are being built using universal design as a matter of fact universal design is being used more and more in regular construction now it's not used all the way certainly not but 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 people are incorporating bits and pieces of it into their homes as they build them and if you're having a home built and it's going to be a home that you're going to this is going to be my house i'm going to live there forever and ever you might look into universal design and just think about some of the options that it can offer you because as you grow in age you'll be really happy you had that universal design not only is universal design like all one level but it does things like instead of knobs and doorknobs you have door levers which you can actually move with your arm and your elbow uh and same with your faucets you don't have knobs you have levers you can actually move them with your you don't need a hand to use those actually that's part of universal design universal design is something that really helps a lot of people out and and can can make life a lot easier uh, particularly for the elderly who are just looking for yeah and 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 by the way universal design and part of it is 
grab bars are, are part of what universal design is all about. So you're saying my dream of having a, a sunken reading area is not in the, the cards for universal design? For you, it's fine. No, it doesn't fit universal design. But for you, it'd be fine. I mean, what? You're, you're like seven years old, so I mean, by the time, <laughs> by the time, well, no, I mean, you know, I've just always been fascinated by that in in homes where you've got everything on on one level, and then you got the the library sunken, or the sitting area, and yeah. it's just sunk down about three feet. I've seen a couple of those. I've been to a, houses like that, and, and and it is unique. It is unique, but it does not fit universal design. Because uh, when you get to be eighty, you won't like it anymore. <laughs> But being seven years old, that's a long time from now. <laughs> well, he might be eight. I don't know, folks. <laughs> he does have a, a real job during the week. If you call what he does a real job. <laughs> Come on, Rhino. Some people debate it. Well, uh, you could pay, right? Oh, yeah. Now, that's what counts. <laughs> no, Ryan's, a, uh, Ryan's a, a, one of our premier producers around here, for sure. He does a great job on that, for sure. You do, Ryan. I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you being here, man. And 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 we have Raleigh as our regular producer during the week, and Raleigh is, uh, is doing a great job. And Raleigh just, hey, I hope you're having a great weekend. <laughs> All right. Send it out to him. Might as well. Might as well. I hate him, too. All right. Enough about staircases. Lumber. Well, the industry is changing a whole lot because things have changed a whole lot. It used to be there was a lot of old school trees around or trees that have been around for years that we've cut down and turned into lumber. Uh, and there's not nearly as many of those around anymore. Matter of fact, redwood is getting very scarce uh, and very expensive. Whereas one time it was readily available and almost everybody had one or two grades of redwood in stock. Uh, nowadays, that's not the issue. Things have changed a whole lot. Um, but uh, it's important to know that the industry is also doing a lot of research in building material like lumber. They'll take a piece of not-so-good lumber and actually chip it up and into little chips and pieces and glue it back together or in the form of like a two by four, the same size as a two by four. And they'll glue it with just, it's just amazingly strong. It's stronger than a two by four. It's straight always. It won't warp. It won't split. It won't, it's, it's timber strand is a great product. It's used a lot in like if you have a taller kitchen and you need your walls in that kitchen to be straight, you use timber strand studs. Uh, and there's a lot of other places in a home where timber strand material can be used. And we'll pick up on that when we come back from a short break. You're listening to uh, the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here on Super Talk Mississippi.
From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
Keeps trying to tell me, ah, you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> That's not true. Try to, try to, how does it go? Try to learn something every day. Boy, there's a lot of days counting the past, huh? <laughs> I, I should be pretty smart by now. <laughs> wonder, where I, wonder where I lost track. <laughs> oh, well, somewhere. Uh, we left talking about Timber Strand. Timber Strand is basically what they do to make Timber Strand is they'll take a lower grade of wood and chip it up, throw it in a stew pot, and put all kinds of epoxies and glues and whatnot, and make a two by four, the same size as a two by four or whatever, two by whatever. And uh, they'll make it out of this chipped wood that's been rebonded together. And it's straight and strong, and it, it makes it makes a better two by four than a regular two by four. Uh, it really does, and they are a little more expensive than regular two by fours, but they are straight. Use an awful lot, like I was saying earlier. If you have a taller kitchen and you need straight walls in there, timber strand is the thing to do. They make a lot of timber strand beams for your home, where you actually structural beams that are holding up the weight of your ceiling, of your roof, uh, of your gra- over your garage door. Uh, There's this a lot of timber strand being used. Timber strand is a great thing, and. We'll probably get to a point sometime where more and more of that will be used. One, as the price comes down, and the price will come down, because there'll be a period where all of a sudden buying regular lumber will almost be unheard of, because there'll be so much timber strand out there and so much other type of material available to do the same thing, or a lumber that has been treated makes oh, makes such a difference when you treat your lumber with like a fire retardant and a mildew retardant there's a lot of lumber like uh, any borate treated material which is called well one company i know calls it blue but I, it's borate it's they use that that borate for sill plates on houses now rather than using pressure treated because it does just as good a job if not better borates are great and borates really can make a difference in your life but timber strand, good stuff. Really is good stuff. Hey, take a minute to tell you about Atlas Foundation. Best foundation company in the sound of my voice, Atlas Foundation. They do foundations a little different than most. One, they do it very, very well. And they don't make a mess of your yard or drive huge trucks in there or dig under your house mounds of dirt. Atlas Foundation can come into your home and with just two men and a little bit of equipment all in a pickup truck and fix your foundation. Atlas Foundation, they really know what's going on. And to find out more about them, uh, call Tony Arpino. He's the uh, proprietor of Atlas Foundation and really cares about your business and, and is talk about service. They know how to service very, very well. You call them at 800-256-1010. That's 800-256-1010. And uh, they'll... They can talk. Tony will talk to you over the phone about your foundation. He'll come out to your site and look at it and give you a free estimate. Great company. Atlas Foundation, 800-256-1010. Give them a call. 
Thought you heard about him on the Rock and Roll Handyman Show on Super Talk. That's us. Yeah, yes, indeed. All right. <clears throat> A couple other things I want to get to before we have to run out here because this is our home run segment, I'm sure. Uh, we'll have to hurry home and do the things we have to do before the football comes on. Because <laughs> um, I am going to turn into a couch potato before this day is over. You can bet on it. Um, a couple of small things that have worked around the house really well is <clears throat> people have been complaining lately about smelly laundry. After doing the laundry, your laundry comes out and it has this odor to it. Uh, well, we put that out for a question about a week or two ago on the air, and some man said that he had the same problem, and the solution that worked for him was when he was doing his next load of laundry, he had added a cup of white vinegar to the solution and his laundry came out didn't smell at all so uh, a cup of white vinegar works really well in you know uh, sanitizing and deodorizing a washing machine <clears throat> and it can work vinegar is just a great cleaner all-around cleaner it really does do an awful lot to help make things around your house look a whole lot better now um, I have I know some people that don't like the smell of it that's their problem. Uh, I use it a lot around the house for a cleaner. I think it's a great cleaner. Another quick tip for use around the house is at least once a week, put 12 or 15 or so ice cubes down your garbage disposal and turn it on. And it'll chop them up. And it won't hurt your garbage disposal. What it will do is <clears throat> it helps sharpen the blades on your disposal. Gets rid of any loose garbage that may be sitting around in your disposal, and pretty much can. If you use your disposal correctly, it'll it'll clean it just as it should be. And to use the disposal correctly, you need to make sure that you grind up everything that you put down there, and always have the water running so that it can go down the drain. And then after you shut the disposal off, it's a good idea to keep your water on running. It doesn't have to be hot water. Cold water is fine. You just want it to drain all the way through your whole system out into the, uh, hopefully, the uh, municipal sewerage system or your septic tank, whichever happens to be the situation. And if you're in the country, it's probably a septic tank. But that ice cubes work really well, and garbage disposal rip, you know, to help a whole lot. Also, uh, dripping faucets can be fixed a lot of times by changing the washers on them. Uh, of course, there's two types. There's the type that's a, a washerless type faucet, which is repaired by using changing the diaphragm and the spring inside. Uh, and all that can be done. But a lot of people are really perplexed about changing uh, faucet washers, and they don't realize that where that washer sits, when the thing is shut off, it sits on a brass ring. And this brass ring can be pitted sometimes and can have, have little splits in it or it can have water minerals built up on it. And therefore, the washer that you put on, which is rubber, sits into it but won't seal properly. It always has a little bit of leakage in there. Well, the thing to do is you take the, the stem out. You look, is the bottom washer in good shape? No, change it. Yes, leave it alone. What you have to do is worry about that ring inside where the shutoff is inside where the stem goes. 
at plumbing supply houses and hardware stores and probably big box home sellers, they sell a tool which will actually resurface your brass ring. And it's uh, multiple sizes, and it fits just about every faucet. And there's, I think, three or four heads that come with it that make sure that it will fit in the faucet that you choose. And what you do is you place this down on top of your brass ring, and there's a handle on it, and you just turn it. And just keep turning it. And as you turn it, it actually smooths out the brass ring so that it can seal properly. If that brass ring isn't sealed properly, doesn't seal properly, you're going to have a leak. And it doesn't matter whether you change faucets, washers or not. So that's something to think about. Change it out. Well, you spend a couple hours listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here on Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy, and we do this each and every Saturday, 10 o'clock in the morning, 12. And uh, we'll be here next Saturday to talk about all kind of good stuff around your house and probably have some VIP guests next week. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you, man. Have a good weekend. You too. All right. And thank you, folks, for listening to uh, The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.